Welcome to Sean of the Shed. I am that Sean and this is my shed. And together we're going to try and tame terrifying tech. If you're new to technology or taking your first steps as a visually impaired or blind person using technology, this is the show for you. Okay, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, in the last episode, we took a look at Narrator, which is the screen reader that comes with every Windows computer. Now, if you're not sure what a screen reader is, then why not take a listen to episode three of Shaun of the Shed, where I run through the basic concepts of how we, as blind and visually impaired people, use computers. (sighs) Fine. Okay, you can't be bothered. I get that. So here's a quick rundown. A screen reader is just a piece of software which reads the screen. It's as simple as that. It does exactly what it says on the tin. Whatever's on the computer screen will be read aloud to us using a computer voice. Like this one. Thank you. And that, in a nutshell, is a screen reader. Easy. Anyway, where was I? Oh yeah, Narrator. The screen reader that comes with every Windows computer. You don't have to go off and find it. You don't have to pay for it. It's just there waiting for you. Gorgeous. But wait. Narrator isn't the only screen reader you can use on a Windows computer. Oh, no siree, Bob. There are other options. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to take a look at one of the other options. It's my personal screen reader of choice. It's what I use on all my computers. It's easy to use, it's powerful, and most importantly, it's free. Ah, love it. It's called NVDA. Uh-oh, jargon alert. Stop that. Shut those alarms off. NVDA. It stands for non-visual desktop access. Ah, clever. Anyway, that's what it's called. And in this episode, I'm going to show you where to get it from, how to get it on your computer, and how to use it. So here we go. Let's say hello to... No, we're not doing that. It's too obvious. Stop it. Sorry. Let's say hello to NV... I know it's obvious, but I just can't resist it. Let's say hello to NVDA. Let's say hello to NVDA. Come on, let's do the actions. Oh, get back. Oh, I couldn't even do N. Oh, that's enough. That's enough. Stop it. Oh, that was fun. So, before we get started, let's answer that all-important question, why? If my Windows computer already comes with a screen reader, then why would I even use a different one? What's the point? Ah, very good question. Well done, you. Have a ting. Enjoy it? Good. The thing is, not all screen readers are created equal. They don't all work the same. 
Narrator may work really well in a certain situation, but not so well in another where NVDA may be a better option. For example, let's take Windows settings. In Windows 10 and 11, Narrator works really well when you're trying to look through the Windows settings. Whereas another screen reader, such as NVDA, may struggle a little bit on there. It may miss certain items on the Windows settings screen. Or, alternatively, you may find that when you're a little bit more comfortable in using a computer, that Narrator just can't keep up with your lightning-fast keyboard shortcut fingers. It may feel just a little bit sluggish and unresponsive in certain areas, whereas NVDA may seem much quicker and be able to keep up with you. Now, that's not to say that one screen reader is better or worse than another one. The point is, they are just all different. And plus, they are constantly being updated, upgraded and improved, so the situation is constantly changing. So, where does that leave us? Well, luckily enough, you can have as many screen readers on your computer as you like. Obviously, Narrator is already built in, but there's nothing to stop you having Narrator and NVDA installed, and you just use whichever one works best in whatever task you're doing at that moment. It's easy to turn off or on whatever screen reader you like as you go. In fact, there's no reason why you can't have all of them running at the same time. Search window, search window, edit, search window, search. Of course, that would drive you absolutely insane, but the point is, you could do it. So there you go. There's one reason why you may want to use another screen reader apart from the one that actually comes with Windows. Now, as I said, today I'm going to talk about the screen reader NVDA. But I think I should mention the other massively popular screen reader for Windows, which is called Jaws. No, 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 not that one. It's an acronym. <gasps> ah, yes, jargon alert, sorry. Yes, okay, stop that. <laughs> Jaws, it stands for Job Access with Speech. Ah, clever again. Now, as the name probably gives away, Jaws is really popular, really widely used in the workplace. It's been around for decades, it's feature-rich, it's very powerful, but unlike Narrator and NVDA, it isn't free. This is a paid-for product. Anyway, that's the most popular options when it comes to screen readers. There are a few others, such as Dolphin and System Access, but by far the most popular is Jaws, NVDA, and narrator. And of course, I will get to Jules a little later on in the series. But for now, let's just jump into it, download NVDA, and install it on this computer. Okie dokie then. Now, thanks to a recent trip to London and Stephen's, quite frankly, laughable hotel room security procedures, I have in front of me a brand new Lenovo Legion 5 Windows laptop. Ooh, it's a beauty, but it needs NVDA. So let's go and get it. We're going to need to download the NVDA program from the internet. And in order to do that, rather ironically, I'm going to have to use the Microsoft Narrator screen reader because, as I said, it's already here. It's built into Windows. Now, if you haven't done so already, I would suggest that you go back and listen to the last episode where I go through Narrator in a bit more detail. 
But even if you don't, you should be able to follow what I'm doing here step by step. So I've turned on the computer and we're in Windows. The first thing I'm going to do is turn on Narrator. To do that, press Control, Windows and the Enter key all at the same time. Narrator heading level 1. Welcome to Narrator. And there it is. So we have Narrator running. Now we need to get on the internet. And to do that, we need a web browser. Let's press the Windows key to bring up the Start menu. Start window, search, search box, edit, type here to search, scan off. Okay, so the web browser I want to open is called Edge. So let's type that in here. E-D-G-E. E-D-G-E. Microsoft Edge, Microsoft recommended browser. There it is. It comes up straight away. Now all we need to do to open this web browser is press the enter key. New tab, new tab, personal, Microsoft Edge window, app bar, address and search bar, edit, search or enter web address. Now that we're in the web browser, all we need to do is type the web address for NVDA, which is nvaccess.org. That's N-V-A-C-C-E-S-S dot O-R-G. N-V-A-C-C-E-S-S, full stop, vaccess, O-R-G. Now hit enter. Loading page. Scan. NV Access empowering lives through non-visual access to technology. Graphic. Link. Ah, it's all going beautifully. So as you heard, the NVDA page has now loaded. I did hit the control key there just to shut it up before it started reading everything out. Because the only thing I'm interested in at the minute is the download link. <gasps> Hang on. Download. Is that not jargon? No? No sirens? No, I think it's one of those words that's made it to the mainstream. Downloading, of course, just means getting data or information from one computer onto your own computer. In this case, the NVDA screen reader program. So let's take a look what's on this website. All I'm going to do is press the tab key. Link, NV access empowering lives through non-visual access to technology. Let's keep going. Tab again. Link, donate. Link, home. Link, about, has pop-up. Link, download. Ooh, there it is. Okay, let's hit enter on the download link. Loading page. NV access empowering lives through non-visual access to technology. Graphic, link, donate one of eight level one. Let's quickly hit control to stop it from speaking. But we're here on the download page of the NVDA website. Now, you may have heard there, donate. And this is really important because, as I mentioned, NVDA is absolutely free. But in order to keep it going, it does rely on donations. So if you can do it, please do. Now, again, on this page, all I'm really looking for is the download button. I could tab my way through it again, but instead, I'm just going to press the letter B to jump to the first button on this page. So let's do it. B. Download button. Oh, this is just too easy. Okay, so now to start downloading NVDA, just press enter. Downloading NVDA underscore 2021.3.5.exe, 25.8 megabytes. Thank you. So here it's just giving me the name of the file I'm downloading, NVDA 2021.3.5.exe. And it's telling me the file size, which is, I think, 25 megabytes, it said, which isn't that big at all, so it should download pretty quickly. And when it's done, you'll hear this. Downloads completed. Press Ctrl and J to go to downloads. 
So we've now successfully downloaded the NVDA program to this computer. All we need to do now is open it. But hang on, where did it download it to? Well, don't worry, as you heard, if I press the keyboard shortcut Control and the letter J at the same time, Microsoft Edge will give me a list of all the recently downloaded files. And yes, I have no idea why this shortcut is Control and J for downloads. I don't know, but hey-ho, that's what it is. So let's do that now. Control, J. Downloads document, recent downloads, nvdr underscore 2021.3.5.exe, open file completed download item, one of one level one. Ah, and there it is. You always start with the last file you downloaded, which in our case was NVDA. So all I need to do now is hit the enter key to open the file. But wait, I'm not going to do that just yet, because if I do, you'll hear narrator speaking and also NVDA speaking at the same time, like we heard before. It's a nightmare. And I want you to hear clearly what happens next. So what I'm going to do is actually exit narrator before I open NVDA. Just press Control, Windows and Enter. Exiting narrator. Ah, silence. So that's the narrator screen reader turned off. But don't forget, we are still focused on the NVDA program in the Edge browser. So all I need to do is hit enter to open it. NVDA launcher dialog. License agreement grouping. License agreement edit read only multi-line NVDA license. Yeah, I know, I think the intro music needs some work as well. But here we are in the NVDA setup program. This is the program that actually sets up, or also known as installs, the NVDA screen reader onto your computer. And as you heard, the very first screen is the software license agreement. A riveting read, I think you'll agree, probably. I mean, come on, seriously, who's ever read one of these? <sighs> Anyway, to move around this screen, I'm just going to hit the tab key. I agree checkbox not checked alt plusser. And there it is, the I agree checkbox. So, to check that box, hit space. Space. Checked. Looking good. Okay, so let's tab through and see what else is here. Install NVDA on this computer button alt plus I. Ah, there it is. Install NVDA on this computer. As Mr. Travolta once said, you're the one that I want. Ooh, ooh, ooh. But before we do that, let's take a look what other options are available. Let's hit that tab key. Create portable copy button Alt plus P. Oh yeah, forgot about this feature. It's cool. Pressing this button will still install NVDA screen reader, but not on this computer, but instead it will install it onto a USB pen drive. Now, a USB pen drive is just a little tiny gadget that you can carry around in your pocket and plug into any computer. You can use it to carry around and transfer documents or photos or whatever bits of data between computers. They're dirt cheap and you can buy them pretty much in any shop anywhere right now. Anywho, why would you want to install the NVDA screen reader on a pen drive? Aha! Good question. Have two things. You deserve it. Okay, so if you do install NVDA onto a pen drive, you can just carry that pen drive around with you in your pocket or attached to your keys. And if ever you're in a situation where you need to use a computer, but 
you're not at home. Maybe you're at a friend's house or your parents' house, wherever it may be. Instead of having to download and install the NVDA screen reader on someone else's computer who may not want you to do that, you can simply pull out your USB pen drive, plug it into the computer, and use the NVDA screen reader directly from the pen drive, meaning you haven't had to set up any unwanted software on someone else's computer. It's great. It's portable NVDA. I've got a few of these USB pen drives with NVDA on them, just in case. So again, this is the button you would press if you want to set one up for yourself. Simply get hold of a USB pen drive, plug it into your computer, run this setup, and choose this option. Cool! Let's see what's next. Tab. Continue running button Alt plus C. Ah, yes. Okay, so continue running. This is kind of the same situation I was just talking about. Let's say you don't actually want to set up NVDA on this computer and you don't want to create a portable copy of NVDA on a pen drive because perhaps you just don't have one. All you want to do is just use the NVDA screen reader right now. Huh? Hang on. How can you use the screen reader before you actually set it up? Yeah, I know. It does seem a little bit confusing, but... In order to set up or install or put the NVDA screen reader on this computer like we're trying to do right now, obviously, as blind or visually impaired people, we need to be able to hear the options during the setup process. So to do that, the setup program itself launches a temporary, if you like, copy of NVDA screen reader so we can hear and go through the setup process. Whoa, I know. Does that make sense? I hope so. Anyway, what you can do is say, don't install NVDA anywhere. All I want to do is continue to use the temporary copy that's currently running. Hit space or enter on this continue running button and the setup program will disappear, but it will leave the temporary version of NVDA still running on your system. Now, this is all cool, but the thing you need to remember is that when you turn your computer off or restart it, NVDA will disappear because it was temporary. You didn't actually install it or put it on the computer. So in order to run it again, you would have to run the setup program again. It's kind of a one-time thing. Anyway, tab. Exit button Alt plus X. And that's it. The last button is exit. Okay, so obviously I want to install NVDA on this computer. If I press the tab key again, I'll wrap round to the top of this window and we'll start through all the options again. Or I could press Shift-Tab to go back through the options. Or, as you may have heard as I was going through all the buttons there, I could use a keyboard shortcut, which is what I'm going to do. I'm going to press Alt and I for install. Makes sense. Install NVDA dialog to install NVDA to your hard drive. Please press the continue button. Options grouping. Use NVDA during sign-in checkbox checked. Okay, here we go. So we're on the next step and there's a few more options to choose. The first one, as you heard, was use NVDA at sign-in. Hmm, do I want to be able to hear what's happening on the sign-in screen of Windows? Yes, yes I do. Luckily enough, it is on by default, so I don't have to do anything here. But if you did want to turn it off, just press the spacebar to uncheck that option. Let's go to the next option. I could either hit the tab key or use the up and down arrows to go through these options. I'm going to hit tab. Create desktop icon and shortcut key. Control plus Alt plus N. Checkbox checked Alt plus D. 
This option creates a little icon on your Windows desktop, which is just a shortcut to quickly start NVDA. And also, as part of this desktop icon, you can use the keyboard shortcut Control, Alt, and the letter N to turn on NVDA. Cool! The only thing is that my Windows desktop is the most untidy place in the world. It's full of text documents and little bits of audio, which I have no idea what they're for. And the last thing I need is yet another icon on there. So for me, I'm going to turn this off. Space. Space. Not checked. Let's see what's next. Tab. Continue button Alt plus C. Yep, I'm happy with all those options. Let's hit space to continue. Secure desktop. Ah, now this is beautiful. It's almost like I planned it. This is a great example of something I was talking about earlier. Now, whenever you install software onto a Windows computer, for security reasons, Windows will stop and say, hey, are you sure you want to put this software on your computer? It's there to stop any malicious software being installed without your knowledge. It's a good thing. And that's what's happening right now. I know that's what's happening because it made that funny sound. Ba-ding! Secure desktop. Now, because of that sound and that announcement, I know that on my screen right now is a window asking me if I want to install NVDA. The trouble is, NVDA isn't reading it at all. I'm tabbing, I'm pressing up and down, but nothing is being spoken. Now, just because I've done this a million times before, I know from experience that I could press Alt and Y to press the Yes button to install the software, or press Alt and N to press the no button so the software isn't installed. But if this was my first time coming across this, right now, I'd be stuck. So, what can I do? NVDA isn't speaking. Let's start Narrator instead and see if that can help. So let's do it. Control, Windows, and Enter. User account control window, no, button, Alt, N. There we go. Now we can find out what's going on on the screen. As I said earlier, that's the advantages of having more than one screen reader installed on your computer. If one screen reader isn't doing what you want it to do, then just try another one. Anyway, let me just tab until I find the yes button. Do you want to allow this app to make changes to your device? NVDA, verified publisher, NV Access Limited, file origin, hard drive on this computer. Yes, button, Alt, Y. Okay, before I say yes, I'm going to exit Narrator because I'm 100% sure that NVDA will start talking again because actually I know the reason it isn't reading this screen out is because that's a limitation of the temporary version of NVDA which is running during the setup process. Once I install it, this won't happen again. And I don't want the two screen readers talking over each other. So, Control Windows Enter to exit Narrator. Exiting Narrator. And now I'm going to press Alt-Y to say yes, it's okay to install NVDA. Installing NVDA dialog, please wait while N success dialog successfully installed NVDA. Please press OK to start the installed copy. OK button. Hey, that's it. We have successfully installed NVDA on this computer. Well done us. Tings for everyone. And as you heard it say, all we need to do now is press space on the OK button and it will exit and close the temporary version of NVDA that it's running now and instead start the installed version of NVDA that we just put on this computer. So let's do it.
Welcome to NVDA dialog Welcome to NVDA. Most commands for controlling NVDA require you to hold down the NVDA key while pressing other keys. By default, the numpad insert and main insert keys may both be used as the NVDA key. You can also configure NVDA to use the caps lock as the NVDA key. Whoa, there's quite a lot of information there to take in. So what it's talking about here is the NVDA modifier key. Or to keep it simple, let's just call it the NVDA key. The NVDA key is just a key you press to get your screen reader to do certain things. So, for example, if you want your screen reader to tell you what time it is, you would press the NVDA key and F12 at the same time. 22.55 If you want to know the title of the window you're currently working in, press NVDA and the letter T together. Audacity Easy, right? So, what it's telling us here is that by default, the insert key on your keyboard is the NVDA key. But if you don't like that, you can change it so that the NVDA key is the caps lock key instead. Which, to be honest, for me, I find much easier. Anyway, that's the modifier key. Let's hear what else it's got to say. Press NVDA plus N at any time to activate the NVDA menu. From this menu, you can configure NVDA, get help and access other NVDA functions. Ah, yeah, the NVDA menu, another really important piece of information to keep in mind. Pressing the NVDA key and the letter N together will bring up the NVDA menu. And as it said, you can change a lot of NVDA settings and options in here. And importantly, you can also find help. So we will take a look in just a minute. Let's hear what else it's got to say. Options grouping, keyboard layout, combo box desktop collapsed alt plus K. Ah, just when you thought you were out of options, they throw some more at you. Okay, so what it's asking you here is, what kind of keyboard are you using? A desktop keyboard or a laptop keyboard? Now, why is it asking that? Who cares, right? Well, actually, it is quite important because it all comes down to whether the keyboard you're using has a number pad or not. Most full-size desktop keyboards do have a separate number pad on the right-hand side. And most laptop keyboards do not. And this is important because all screen readers, not just NVDA, actually will use the number pad to perform specific screen reader actions. So if you're using a keyboard that doesn't have the separate number pad, the screen reader will give you different keyboard shortcuts to do those actions. Anyway, my keyboard does have a number pad, so I will leave it at desktop and press tab to see what's next. Use caps lock as an NVDA modifier key checkbox not checked alt plus U. And here's the option to use the caps lock key as your NVDA key. As I said, I do prefer this, so I'm going to hit space to turn this on. Space. Checked. Tab. Start NVDA after I sign in checkbox not checked alt plus a. If you want NVDA to automatically start every time you sign into Windows, and to be honest, who wouldn't? Then check this option, which is what I'm going to do now. Space. Checked. Tab. Show this dialog when NVDA starts checkbox checked alt plus s. Hmm. I'll be honest, some of these options baffle me. Why would you always want to see this particular dialog box every time NVDA started? I don't know. I'm going to turn that off. Space. Space. Not checked. Tab. OK button. Ooh, that was it. OK, let's hit enter on that. 
NVDA usage data collection dialog in order to improve NVDA in the future. NV Access wishes to collect usage data from running copies of NVDA. Do you wish to allow NV Access to periodically collect this data in order to improve NVDA? Remind me later button Alt plus L. Now, of course, this is a personal choice. Do you want to send your usage data, which is purely anonymous, by the way, to help the developers of NVDA with the project? Or would you rather opt out? It's entirely up to you. Let's tap. Yes button Alt plus Y. And again. No button Alt plus N. And that's it. That's your three options. Remind me later, yes or no. So hit enter on whichever option you want. And you know what? That's it. We are done. Well, with this part anyway, we have downloaded and installed NVDA. From now on, whenever you turn your computer on, you will have access to NVDA. If you chose the option during setup, then NVDA should start up automatically without you having to do anything. Otherwise, to start NVDA, simply hit the Windows key on your keyboard to bring up the start menu and type NVDA and hit enter. Simple. To exit NVDA, just press the NVDA key and the letter Q for quit. Okay, how's everyone doing? Are you all still with me? Of course you are, you're gorgeous. Okay, so now we're gonna go through the basics of how to use NVDA. I say the basics because to be honest, that's all you need to get started. Once you know the basics, you can learn at your own pace without having to listen to my terrible droning voice for hours. <sighs> Okie dokie, let's start with the NVDA menu. To go to the menu, simply press the NVDA key and the letter N for NVDA. NVDA menu. We can move through the various items in this menu by just using the up and down arrow keys on our keyboard. So if I press the arrow down key now, Preferences submenu P. The first item we come to is Preferences. It also said there was a submenu to this item. So to go to the submenu, you can either just press Enter or the right arrow key, which is what I'm going to do. Right arrow. Settings. S. And now we're in the Preferences submenu. And I can navigate through the submenu just the same as I do through the main menu. Speech dictionary submenu D. The main thing of interest in the Preferences menu is the settings. This is where you can change NVDA's behavior and things like the voice it uses, the speaking rate, and we could even change options that we set during the setup, such as what is the modifier key and whether we're using a desktop or laptop keyboard and loads of other options as well. Definitely take a look. To leave the submenu and go back to the main menu, just press the escape key or the left arrow key. Preferences submenu P. Here we are back in the main menu. Now let's show you the other really important thing in here, which is how to get help. Let's arrow down. Tool submenu T. Down arrow again. Help submenu H. Oh, there it is. Ah, we all need a little bit of help. And this is where you find it. Let's right arrow and take a look at the submenu. User guide U. The user guide. Perfect. You know what? Let's just hit enter on this and take a look. Loading complete. Hmm, that doesn't say a lot. But I do know that the user guide is actually just a web page. 
Now, it is stored locally on this computer. You don't need an internet connection to view it. But because it is a web page, it does open up in the Edge web browser, which is where we are now, which actually is quite handy because I can show you how to use NVDA on a web page. Cool. So to navigate through a web page using NVDA, it's actually really simple. We can just use the up or down arrow keys to read everything on the web page. So, for example, if I press the up arrow now and see what the first thing at the top of the page is. Heading level 1 NVDA 2021.3.5 user guide. There we go. Now, if I arrow down from here, see what the next thing is. Heading level 2 table of contents. And again, just arrowing down. List with 17 items bullet link 1. Introduction. Cool. But if we want to jump through a little bit faster, we can also use something called single letter navigation. So let's say I want to skip through the various headings in this user guide. Well, I simply press the letter H. One introduction heading level two. And there we go. I've jumped to the heading of the next section. Let's do it again. H. 1.1 general features heading level three. And now if I want to read what's in this section, just down arrow. NVDA allows blind and vision impaired people to access and interact with the Windows operating system and many third-party applications. And so on. If I wanted to jump up to the previous heading, I would press Shift-H. Now then, if you did listen to my previous episode on the narrator screen reader, all this is going to sound really familiar. In fact, you may remember when we used Narrator to download NVDA way back at the start of this episode, I also used single letter navigation on the NVDA download page. I just pressed the letter B to jump directly to the download button, which is just the same as NVDA works. If I want to jump to the next table on a web page, I would just press the letter T to jump to the next link, K, the next button, B. The next editable text field, such as a search box, for example, E, and so on. You'll find a complete list of all the single letter navigation keys in the user guide. Can you find it? Just keep pressing H until you hear single letter navigation. Anyway, that's how you get around the user guide. Actually, you know what? Seeing as we're already in a web browser, let's take a look at another web page. So to type the website address, I need to jump up to the address bar of the web browser. To do that, just press Control and the letter L for, I don't know, address location, who knows? But that's what it is. So I'm going to hit Control L and then I'm going to type YouTube.com. Loading page. Loading complete. Pane. Okay, we're here. So let's try out what we've learned so far. To move around a website, I could just use the up or down arrow keys. Let's down arrow now. Clickable banner landmark, clickable toggle button, pressed guide. And again. Visited link YouTube home. So far, so good. Now, I can also navigate around the interactive elements of this web page just by pressing the tab key. Clickable skip navigation button. And again, tab. Search landmark. Search edit search blank. Search button. Cool. And of course, if I want to jump backwards through the interactive elements, I would press Shift tab. But now let's try single letter navigation. If I press H to jump to the next heading. Navigation landmark clickable best of YouTube heading level three. And again, H. More from YouTube heading level three. Let's keep going. H. 
main landmark, clickable I held a funeral for KSI's hamster. <laughs> oh, okay, let's keep going. H. Clickable Mike Myers breaks down his most iconic characters. There you go, you get the idea. I could hit enter on any of those videos to start watching them. Now let's say we want to search for a specific video on YouTube. As we heard when we were tabbing around just before, there is a search field right at the top of this page. So can I jump directly to it using single letter navigation? If I press E for editable text field. No next edit field. <gasps> what? No, don't panic. Actually, that's right. It's telling me there is no edit field further down the page from where I am. Because we know the edit field is actually back at the top of the page. So I need to press Shift and E. Search landmark, search edit, search. There it is. Now let's hit space to enter the text field. Search landmark. And I'm going to type something in here and hit enter to search for it. YouTube document. Now I'm going to hit H to go through the search results. Main landmark clickable search filters toggle button not pressed link. Keep going, H. Clickable double tap TV heading level 3 link. Woo, there it is, double tap TV. Let's hit enter on that to take a look. Main on the landmark. next Double Tap TV, crypto, NFTs, the metaverse, what does it all mean? We dive in head first and demystify Web 3.0. Double Tap TV, Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on AMI-tv. Woo, very cool. So I hit space there to stop playback. Now to go back to the previous page, let's hit Alt and the left arrow. Going back. And there we go. There's the basics. As you can see, you can navigate around really quickly. And the other great thing is that everything we've learned here, the tab and up and down arrows and the single letter navigation to some degree, doesn't just apply to web pages. As you heard when I was setting up NVDA, using the tab and up and down arrows was a way to move around the dialog boxes. It's the basic way you navigate around the whole computer system using the NVDA screen reader. And in some places, you can also use the single letter navigation as well. Now, of course, there is more to it than that. This is just the basics. There's object navigation, screen review mode, object review mode, browse, focus modes. But you know what? You don't have to worry about them until you need them. Just get comfortable with the basics first, and then later on, take a look at that user guide. Okay, we're nearly done. Let's wrap it up. So before I go, I'm just going to show you a few other things I think you should know. There's a feature that I use all the time when I'm using NVDA, and it's called the synthesizer ring. Yep, I know, sounds weird, but honestly, it's really useful. Let me just show you. So if I hold the NVDA key, the control key, and then press either the left or right arrow. Voice Microsoft George. It's telling me the name of the voice that I'm using right now. It's George. Let's NVDA control and left arrow again. Volume 100. Obviously the voice volume. Let's go to the next one. NVDA control left arrow. Pitch 50. And let's just keep going through the rest of them. Rate boost off. Rate 50. Voice Microsoft George. And here we are back at the start. And obviously if I was to press the NVDA control and right arrow, I'd go back through that list the other way. Woo, that's very interesting, Sean. Tell us more. Yeah, okay. I know it doesn't sound cool, but trust me, it is. Because what you can do is adjust any of those options by using the NVDA control and up or down arrow. 
So let's say I want to change the voice. Sorry, George, you got to go. Well, let's get that option up. NVDA control left arrow. Volume 100. Oh, not that one. Let's try the other way. NVDA control right arrow. Voice Microsoft George. That's better. Now, to change it, let's press NVDA control and up. Voice Microsoft David. Nah, let's keep going. NVDA control up. Voice Microsoft Susan. <laughs> keep going. Voice Microsoft Hazel. I'm sorry, but that's exactly the same voice. Keep going. Voice Microsoft Zira. Eh. Voice Microsoft Mark. And I think this is the last one. Let's NVDA control up arrow one more time. Voice Microsoft Mark. Yep, that's the top of the list. Okay, so let's choose a different voice. I'm going to go NVDA control down arrow to go back through those options. Voice Microsoft Zira. Voice Microsoft Hazel. Yeah, okay. Let's stick with Hazel. You see, it's really quick and easy to change your voice options using this method. Let's change some other aspects. NVDA control, left arrow. Volume 100. Again, to adjust the volume, let's just press NVDA control and down arrow a couple of times. Volume 95. Volume 90. Now let's turn her back up again. NVDA control, up arrow. Vol volume 100. Let's look at the next option. NVDA control, left arrow. Pitch 50. Ooh, I like this one. We can make her sound like a chipmunk or like Barry White. Let's adjust the pitch. Pitch 15. Pitch 5. Pitch 0. Oof, no, I don't like that. Let's go the other way. Up. Pitch 80. Yeah, I think we'll leave it at 50. <laughs> Let's go back down. Pitch 50. Okay, so the last two options are all to do with how fast the voice speaks. There's this. Rate boost off. Which we'll come back to. And then we've got this. Rate 50. So let's adjust the rate. Let's go down. Rate zero. Yeah, maybe that's just a little bit too slow. Let's see what it sounds like at 100%. Rate 100. Now to me, 100% is absolutely fine. But for some people, it's far too slow. So let's go back to the rate boost option. Rate boost off. And now if we NVDA control up or down arrow to toggle rate boost on. Rate boost on. And as you can hear, it massively increases the speech rate. Believe it or not, some people really do like to have their voice speak that fast. It makes them more productive. They can zoom around the computer really quickly. But for me, it's just too much. So I'm going to turn rate boost off. Rate boost off. That's better. So that was the synthesizer ring, a really quick and convenient way to change your voice settings. Oh, okay, that's it. We are done. As I keep saying, this is just the basics. There is a lot I haven't covered, such as keyboard help, NVDA 1, switching between browse and focus mode, NVDA and spacebar. But don't worry about it, because right now you have absolutely everything you need to get started. So what are you waiting for? Go have fun. <laughs>Well, there you go there's another one in the bag thank you so much for listening i really do appreciate it if you want to get in contact with me you can email feedback at ami.ca that's it thank you again and i will see you next time
Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts. Join me every couple weeks for the Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther podcast, where we learn about outdoor tech and tips. Plus, we look at news affecting the environment. AMI's Outdoors with Lawrence Gunther is available from your favorite podcast provider. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Juita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.